0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, April 9th, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tiamanini. Happy Passover and Holy Week to everyone who celebrates those specific holidays. I'm on my own today because we are having a slightly unusual format to today's episode. We will open up with the big news from Wednesday, which I'm sure anybody listening to this already knows, but then you will hear my interview with Tony Award winner Beth Level. On Friday night, along with SiriusXM's Julie James and Tony nominee Laura Osnes, Beth will co-host the virtual opening night for the streaming musical's premiere of Paul Gordon's musical adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. We will have complete information on how you can watch this free, unique event on Friday at either 6.30 p.m. or 10 p.m. Eastern Time in the show notes and on broadwayradio.com. In our conversation, Beth and I also talked about the fact that Bandstand, which she and the aforementioned Laura Osnes co-starred in, will also be streaming for one week beginning on Friday night. We also got into what her and her fiancé, stage and screen star Adam Heller, are doing during this quarantine. And she gives us a very interesting update on the musical adaptation of The Devil Wears Prada. And to paraphrase Mark Twain, apparently the reports of its death have been greatly exaggerated. Okay, on to the news. As James and I discussed on yesterday's show, everybody already knew that Broadway shows would not be returning next week, but we hadn't yet had that official announcement confirming that fact. Well, that changed on Wednesday as the Broadway League announced that Broadway houses would remain dark until at least June 7th. The League's president, Charlotte St. Martin, said in a statement, quote, Our top priority continues to be the health and well-being of Broadway theatergoers and the thousands of people who work in the theater industry every day, including actors, musicians, stagehands, ushers, and many other dedicated professionals. Broadway will always be at the very heart of the Big Apple, and we join with artists, theater professionals, and fans, and looking forward to the time when we can once again experience live theater together. Now, people holding tickets for Broadway shows through June 7th either have... Or will receive an email from their point of purchase on the refund and exchange policies. A number of shows were not only offering you the chance to either get your refund or make an exchange, which obviously they would prefer the latter, but in some cases, you can either get an upgraded ticket if you if you exchange, or you might also be able to get a certain percentage of your initial ticket purchase as cash back immediately which is a great way to incentivize people to keep their plans to come to broadway rather than giving them their money back and they might not return so if you're holding a ticket or tickets from now through june 7th for a broadway show be on the lookout for the various options that you might have however like i've been saying for a while now i would not actually expect broadway shows to resume on monday june 8th or tuesday june 9th and you know who agrees with me New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. In his daily press conference, when asked about Broadway's new closure date, he said, quote, I wouldn't use what Broadway thinks as a barometer of anything unless they're in the public health business and have seen better numbers and models. According to Deadline, when asked by a reporter if he thought Broadway's June 7th targeted reopening date could serve as a rule of thumb for other mass gav- gatherings in New York, Cuomo offered a quick and flat no. I personally do not believe that anybody at the Broadway League actually expects shows to begin in June at all, let alone by the second week of the month. But these next two months from now through June 7th um, are a good timetable in order to have negotiations with unions to begin to refund and exchange tickets and to buy some time until more information is known so they can get concrete plans in place. In the New York Times, Michael Paulson wrote, quote, industry leaders widely expect the theaters to remain closed longer. Many say that the best case scenario is reopening following the July 4th the weekend and that it is possible that the industry will not reopen until after Labor Day. Personally, I think that given Governor Cuomo's understandable reticence to allowing large public gatherings to resume, the idea of a return post-Labor Day, in my opinion, and very uneducated, just my gut feeling here, uh, I think that that's probably the most optimistic of all of our realistic options. Uh, I don't think that... June seventh is realistic at all, so you throw out that out the window. And even as Paulson said, the best case scenario is after July fourth. I still find that very hard to believe is even even on the table at all. So I'm kind of targeting that Labor Day weekend or post Labor Day weekend to be the new date that shows resume. Um, and I hope that that actually happens. And I would not be disappointed if I am you know surprised and things happen sooner. Unfortunately, with yesterday's news, Beetlejuice confirmed that they are now officially closed since their previously announced final performance was to be on June 6th. However, in a statement, the production said that they still have plans to launch the previously announced national tour in the fall of 2021. And sources indicate that the producers are still considering if there is an opportunity for the show to move into another house on Broadway. But a decision won't be made until there is more information including a date for Broadway's reopening. Now, I have a feeling that whenever that is, whenever Broadway returns, there will be a much different real estate landscape than there was when we originally discussed the option of Beetlejuice transferring houses. I know that my spreadsheet is going to take a beating. So maybe there are some opportunities for Beetlejuice, an established show with a fan base that was pulling in over a million dollars a week. Maybe it'll be easier for them to find a house now than it would have been had they just tried to do things without a pandemic and tried to find a house sometime this summer or for the fall. Okay, so that is all that we have in terms of news for today. So without further ado, here's my conversation with the great Beth Level. How are you today? I'm, I'm doing fine. I was going to ask you the same thing. How are you uh, kind of dealing with our new world that we are all finding ourselves in?
1: Exactly. One day at a time. You know, the new reality. I, who knew I could figure out how to do Zoom? <laughs> I uh, the- that's a miracle in itself. Not real tech savvy, but thank God my fiance is. But you know we're yeah. safe and we're healthy and staying uh, you know, as we do. Yeah. Here in the epicenter. Of,
0: uh,
1: oh. Are you you're home right now? Right.
0: I am working from home, uh, but I was very glad to see that you at least figured out some sort of technology, social media stuff, so that you could participate in the astonishing challenge with some of your prom co-stars. That was uh, <laughs> quite enjoyable for me to see.
1: You know what? We have been each other's lifeline. (laughs) Thank God for technology and sense of humor.
0: I don't know what we do. So, what are you doing during your your days? I assume you said your fiance, Adam. Are you guys? Yeah, Adam Heller. You're watching a lot of TV. Watching a lot of TV.
1: But we did also, we did a. uh, a Prada Zoom reading just to read the script. Oh, we good. did two readings and that was really satisfying. I and mean, I started teaching kind of online with some universities that I know. And it's really quite fulfilling what we're doing. And you know, bandstands being released. I didn't think about that. Oh yeah. This fabulous thing, Pride and Prejudice is being released. Well, you know, it's all good. Each day it's like, what? Do I need to get dressed today? No. Excellent.
0: <laughs> or or do you just need to get dressed from the waist up and you can wear sweats or whatever from waist what below depending have, on what you camera you're on? No idea what what's in that chair when <laughs> i have to look attractive, pajamas underwear whatever yeah no i want to get into obviously all of the streaming stuff the pride and prejudice the bandstand but we mentioned it real quick so i just i want to have to you what have you been watching is there anything that you've stumbled across that you and adam have really enjoyed that you would recommend to folks while everybody's stuck at home
1: well i watched on Un- unorthodox which i thought was amazing we're addicted to homeland so we're kind of catching up on homeland mm-hmm. and we started this game where we deal we see who draws the highest card and whoever gets the highest card we have to watch a movie that meant something to that person oh i love that so poor adam had to sit through the matrix one three nights ago <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's something that appe- that that meant something to you
1: yeah for some reason it was either men in black one the matrix you know i'm kind of a sci-fi uh-huh. of that and he's so now, God only knows his his turn tonight. So I'm not sure what we're going to be watching, but it's kind of satisfying. It's like, oh, what meant something to you. So I, you know, that's how we're. Spending our evenings, our date nights after I, our leftover dinners or whatever. I love
0: that. I love that. But well,
1: we haven't watched Tiger Thing. Apparently, everyone
0: else has. We haven't, we haven't started that yet. Tiger Thing. I love that. I can't wait to uh, to, to hear your thoughts on that. But uh, yeah. th- there are going to be a lot of things that you are involved with uh, starting to stream, both of them ironically coming out on friday evening the first is the um, virtual opening night for pride and prejudice which you are host- which you are hosting um along I with know. julie james and your bandstand co-star and which we're going to talk about within yeah. a second laura Austin my daughter your daughter um, so first <laughs> off h- how did you get involved with this i mean because neither you or julie or laura are in this production um but it seems like a perfect group that i would want to tune in to watch host anything
1: Thank you. I, one of my best friends is Stacia Fernandez and she is one of the, the founders of this fantastic streaming musicals. Oh, awesome. And she asked me what I help and I'm like, yes, because if there's one thing we all need right now, it's a little bit of theater and a little bit of, of original musicals that now we can watch on our computer so, uh, the more I can promote and love this, the happier I am. And it, uh, again, it gives me a reason to dress from the waist up, <laughs> put on a little lipstick, and go celebrate the arts. Yeah. And that we can watch this original piece. Uh, you know, I'm uh, streaming. It's a whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, have you... That's right. Have you gotten to see it yet, or are you going to be watching it with all of us on Friday night? I'm going to watch
1: it with everybody at the same time. We're going to be all experiencing that together. It's really exciting.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it, really exciting. Yeah, and to have a new show by Paul Gordon, who has had a lot of success with streaming musicals before, with Daddy Long Legs, and then he did Absolutely. Emma, which is also on uh, streaming musicals. Um, so a lot of really cool Uh, stuff. Did is Pride and Prejudice the story, whether the book or the previous like ninety seven film versions or any of the uh, the stage play versions? Is that something that's important to you?
1: Absolutely. You know, I can't get enough of Jane Austen. So now that you know, I watched the movie. This what was was that that fantastic movie? And she's just you know speaking to me, and I just love her work and her writing, and I can't wait to see. What Paul Gordon has done, and directed by Robert Kelly, and just to see these and see how they musicalize this beautiful, beautiful story. You know, Mr. Darcy. I can't wait. I saw (laughs) movies. I saw a couple of them. Yeah. You know what? Maybe watch another one before I watch this. Just to. Just to you know, get to know the characters again, yeah. and then sit back fresh. and watch it live
0: yeah. streaming. Yeah, my, this was this is my mom's favorite book. Growing up, I remember she would read it once a year and watched all the movies. So even though I I've never read the book, but I feel like I've seen all of the movies dozens of times just by osmosis from when my mom would watch exactly. them growing up, and I've seen stage versions Aww, of it so multiple sweet. times. So I'm excited about this um, on on Friday night. But you also have another streaming property coming on Friday night that you were involved with, with bandstand. As we said, it was just announced, um, I guess earlier this week that it'll be streaming on playbill for a week. I saw it, in the the I guess fathom events in the theaters and I was just blown away not only by the show itself but by how wonderful that capture was and I'm so excited that it is now going to be streaming even if it's just for a week what a great way for people to be able to see this show that in my opinion and I have a feeling you might agree with me didn't have uh, the long life that it deserved because it is such a beautiful story and such a great show I
1: agree it's such a great show it's so, so singular and how, you know, it was beautiful on the stage. But for Andy Blankenbuehler to have the opportunity to take his vision, his artistry, and to, to use it as a live theater, it feels like you're watching the show, but then to have some cinemagraphic, um, uh, you know, abilities to even make the audience go, will you look at this dance move? Or will you look at that expression when someone, it's just, you know, I hope to watch it more than once. Because, you, you know, I didn't See the show, but I saw it from the wings. I would always come up and see like there was some astonishing parts that I just was wanted to see more and more of. And now I just get to see it in my living room and you know get to rewind and maybe can you do that? Can you rewind or you just have to watch the whole thing
0: again? I I, well either way is fine. Yeah, either one sounds like a good option. Yeah,
1: but I'm glad that people that didn't see it or people that are sitting in their living rooms or sitting in front of their computers can see this beautiful piece. Because it is amazing, and Laura and Corey and the ensemble and the band—it's just, it's just an amazing, beautiful, singular story. And it, you're right; it should have run a lot longer. But now you can watch it in your living room.
0: Yeah, I, I, I remember because I did not see it uh, on stage, and I, but I saw the the Fathom events, and I just remember thinking that I, I did not expect to go into this musical called Bandstand, and I knew what the plot was generally, but I didn't right. expect to leave with like tear stains down my cheeks as much as I did because it's just so beautiful and so moving.
1: So moving. It's so moving and yet up so uplifting. Yeah. So uplifting. So it really it's is. kind of between that and Pride and Prejudice, we're going to have a fantastic Friday yeah. and a fantastic next week for yeah. those of us who are missing sitting in the audience. I'm getting my popcorn, my glass of wine. And Very I- good.
0: Let's go. Let's go. Very good. Well, I mean, it's what's funny is that I before I even knew that I was going to be talking with you the other day, I went out on my my little socially distanced walk that I go yeah. on every day, and Thank I you. I felt like I needed something fun and enjoyable to listen to. So, of course, the thing that I always go to when I need that is the cast album for the Prom, and another show that I didn't expect to have tears running down my face during, but I did nonetheless. Thank you. Um, There's just so much joy in that. Yeah. I mean, that show just had another one that I I wish had 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 the opportunity to run longer, but there's so much joy in it that I still turn back to that cast album. And it seems like you said, you guys have all been kind of a lifeline for each other. You're all even Mm -hmm. though you don't do social media, you're involved with this whole thing. So what what did that experience mean at the time? And then now it seems like you've built some relationships with those folks that are enduring even during the worst of times that we're living through.
1: Absolutely. One thing about um, the prom, which solidified even after Bear Clown was the same way, but after prom I realized how much a gift and how much the power of a simple quote-unquote musical comedy can actually change lives, can actually move people, heal people uh, to see your voice represented on stage like the LGBTQ community or the the veterans during, uh, with Bandstand, sure. I realized how important and how special our work is. And prom just really resonated that way. I still get people, letters, um, stuff online about thanking us for that story and how when they're down and and sad, particularly now, I'll just crank up that, that CD, CD, look how old I am, the recording... <laughs> And just go on or, you know, social distance walk, or just work out at home or just listen and be uplifted by the power of musicals. I'm so grateful for that. And again, I'm grateful that even in this dreadful pandemic we're experiencing, that people are coming up with brilliant new ways for us to watch and celebrate musicals and to be healed by them by, like I said, sitting in front of your computer or your TV and just disappearing into that World for a while, just really grateful.
0: Yeah, it's so funny the way you you say that because the first song uh, in the prom is about you know, musical theater artists thinking they're changing lives. And in the context of that song, uh Dee Dee's being a little uh perhaps hyperbolic and full of herself, but I mean, they're really totally is... hyperbolic
1: and full of, herself. yeah,
0: but, but it's so true. I mean, there, there is, what I think makes that work is that it, it is true for so many of us that I've said this, you know, before, mm. this is like theater's church for me. And musical theater really does change my life.
1: It is my church and they are my chosen family. I listened the other day because someone posted something about um, Michael Potts song when he sings it to Dee Dee at the Applebee's booth mm-hmm. about why he goes to the theater. And it resonates even more today. It's like, oh my gosh, of course. I wish I could sing a line for you now, but of course I can't think of even the two.
0: That's okay. That's but
1: okay. I, and I, it does resonate and it makes people, it just makes it heals it heals and it reflects
0: Uh, i'm i'm so glad all of the different types of things that theater artists in particular are doing during this time because i know they're just as bored as we are um but whether it's these streaming things like pride and prejudice and bandstand or the social media stuff that's fun or all these live readings or the little performances at home they i think they absolutely. mean so much to so many people
1: absolutely and it also reminds us what are we what are we turning to in this time it's um yeah. it's all
0: Yeah. Now, you mentioned um, Devil Wears Prada readings that you guys have done Mm -hmm. as a cast, and I want to ask about that. But we've seen a lot of these things popping up of different stars and maybe cast or whatever doing live readings through streaming. Is is there any show either that you have done in the past or something that you have never done that you would like to do in this format of just sitting at home and doing a reading uh, for everybody, if you could manifest that somehow, is there anything that comes to mind that you'd love to try your hand at in this weird way?
1: I, I think because all of us are man in chair right now, those of us who love the the theater, I would love to do that with drowsy chaperone. Oh man. To get us all in a room and all listen to that piece again and laugh and cry. Oh, Have a great time! I, I, you know what? I'd love, I'd love to do it with prom. Yeah, just to sit around and sing and read. I don't know how we do it, but we figure it out. We
0: just figure it out. Yeah. Oh, there's so many. Two of the greats. I love those shows so much. Um, so oh, me you too. mentioned you mentioned Prada, and yeah. uh, this is mm. one of those shows that. I think everybody is really anxiously uh, awaiting to see what it's like when you finally when anybody's finally able to get on stage uh, at some point. And I'm sure you can't tell us a ton about it. But having read through it a couple of times with the cast via Zoom or whatever it is, um, that which is also
1: what, what an interesting medium that is to try to <laughs> listen and respond and act with the Brady Bunch, you yeah. know, <laughs> the yeah, when yeah, you yeah. don't really know even who you're looking at yet. Yeah, but I'm glad we got to just say the words out loud, and we're all so excited to be able to get to the other side of this, so we can, so we can, you know, birth this fantastic musical. Yeah. Right now, it's kind of scheduled still for May, next May. So I'm hoping that everyone is well and healthy, and we're, we're able to proceed with it. Which I have, I, of course, we will be.
0: Yeah. Well, I Maybe mean, the better. Yeah, I mean, who knows how this whole pandemic changes the entire landscape of scheduling and, and all that exactly, stuff. So,
1: exactly. And see going. And who knows? Who yeah, knows but it, you know, I have faith.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have to, because otherwise my, my grandfather always used to say, expect the worst, but hope for the best. And I think that you have to expect the worst now in terms of being prepared and taking care of yourself and each other. But if you don't have that optimism on the other end of that, it can be a really dark and, and difficult time to live through.
1: Again, and that's why I'm so glad things like Dan Stan and Pride and Prejudice and whatever else is yeah. to come to, just to keep us listed through this time
0: yeah real quick about uh product mm-hmm. you're obviously working Prada. with uh, some incredible uh, creatives on that on that show uh, but exactly. one of the ones that I'm really excited about is uh, the interactions between you and I am a huge fan of your all, the already announced co-star Taylor Amon Jones. Have you gotten to work with her at all yet in any of the development? Or what is your relationship yes. with her? No, none at all. Nothing.
1: I see her in a little box. <laughs> so hello. And we text each other afterwards going, I cannot wait to see you in person and give you a hug. You're a superstar. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, I'm just, that's one of the light at the end of this tunnel. Is getting to know that cast and getting to know her. And again, this is a fantastic creative team directed by Anna Shapiro. I just can't, I, you know, yeah. it's, well,
0: it's coming, it's yeah. coming.
1: We're all going to need a little Devil Wears Prada,
0: don't you think? Oh, I can't, I, I'm so excited. I, I can't wait for that. We're all going to
1: need a little Elton John. Oh. Yes,
0: we are. Uh, that that might be what I need to uh, use for my walk soundtrack today is a little Elton John as well. <laughs> but um, turning back to uh, to Pride and Prejudice, um, this is something that um, is going to be available on streaming musicals in perpetuity, but the opening night thing is going to be on Friday night, mm-hmm. um, and then it's going to be rebroadcast April tenth, and then it'll be rebroadcast for the West Coast. Oh uh, yeah, six thirty mm-hmm. Eastern time, ten p.m. Eastern time, seven yeah, p.m. PM for Pacific. The West, for the yeah. West Coast people. Yeah, for the for the folks on the other side of the country. Can you share anything that you, Julie and Laura, might have planned? What are we going to get from this hosting? Because I'm sure it's not just saying, "Hi, I'm Beth. Here's the musical."
1: No, no, no. Uh, it's going to be a surprise because it's going to be all organic. But during intermission, we're going to be talking with the creative team and whoever else they've scheduled for us. It's going to be one big uh, party for us. We and God only knows what's going to happen. I'd like to think that you know we each are hosting a red a red carpet from our uh, chairs in front of our computers. <laughs> are
0: you? And gonna... I'm gonna
1: I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna dress up for an opening night. Okay, that's what I was gonna videos. ask.
0: You're gonna go full gown oh, yeah. and everything, yeah at least on pull the top down
1: from the waist up.
0: Yeah, exactly. from the waist up. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, well, it, it, in closing here, um, if there is anything that is something that maybe you have found during this time that has helped keep you sane, so to speak, anything that you have learned, any kind of message that you would like to impart on all of the legions of theater fans, have you taken any, anything away from this, whether it's how to make, some sort of sourdough bread, which everyone seems to be doing, or just something—a little yeah. life nugget—that you. Uh,
1: I actually told Adam. Adam found uh, the recipe for sourdough bread, and I looked at him and I said, "If you start <laughs> making bread every day, I will kill
0: you." <laughs> so sourdough bread is I, out I in your household you yeah. because
1: I will eat it every day. You know what I'm finding is how much my friends mean to me, my chosen family, my family. Adam, who's here, and my cat Malcolm. You know, even if we're quarantined, I can reach out and I can see you, and I love you, and I miss you, and we're going to get to the other side of this, and there was going to be such a fe- celebration for theater and the arts, and I can't, I can't wait to do that. I can't wait to hug you guys. <laughs> but we're good. We're good. So social distancing.
0: Yeah, very important. You but you have, Stay you, have you have yes. sons, right?
1: I have two. Yeah, they're over in New Jersey. And the other day, um, they actually are living together. And the other day, we FaceTimed each other, and I watched them cook dinner.
0: Oh. And it
1: was <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I didn't do that, you know, before. So to actually have a conversation with them, they were grilling outside, being socially, you know, distancing. Sure. And it was really one of the highlights of my week, just to see my kids. That's fixing funny. dinner together, talking, and just being quote unquote normal in this new norm.
0: Yeah. Well I'm glad that they have uh they're they're able to be together at least.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. That made that gives me such a sense of peace. Yeah, oh I'm sure. But I know a lot of people are alone, so you know what? Let's all be watching let's watch theater together on tv friday and all next week
0: i can't wait well thank you so much uh, enjoy so enjoy your virtual opening night on friday Woo-hoo! and uh can't wait to watch both of these shows and uh good luck with however long this quarantine lasts and uh i i can't and wait to, to hear your thoughts on tiger thing or whatever we're uh, we're watching next so yeah, uh,
1: well, you know what? I'm going to watch Pride and Prejudice
0: first. Yes, yes. And then we'll
1: cross over to Tiger
0: King. King, there you go. You
1: know, uh, <laughs> one day at a time, my friend. That's all we can do. Please yeah. take care of yourself. Just take care of your heart.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We'll hear
1: on the other end of a, of, of a telephone or a computer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, have a good rest of your day, and I so appreciate you taking the Thanks time.
1: so much. You are so welcome. See you soon, I hope. Uh-huh, bye-bye. Virtually, very Virtually, true.
0: yes, absolutely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bye, my friend.
0: Thank you for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. As I said at the top of the show, we will have all of the information that you could possibly need for the virtual opening night for the streaming musical's premiere of Pride and Prejudice coming up on Friday in our show notes, so please check that out. Also, while you're checking things out online, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio We cannot do what we do without your support, and it truly means the world to us. Have a great Thursday, everybody, and we'll be back to talk to you on Friday.